0: night we have a great program in store folks this is john depetro d-e-p-e-t-r-o uh this is the john depetro program for better or worse this portion of the program folks as we kick things off is brought to you in fact by pr landscape materials and garden center that's right pr landscape materials and garden center rhode island's number one garden center you can depend on them Located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. They also have the new website. It's prmaterials.shop. prmaterials.shop. And look for them on Facebook. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs, plus gift certificates. Folks, people love it. Stop in and see them. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, I want to say good morning to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. Folks, we have a lot that we're going to get into. A big thing I want to tell you about, and it's breaking right now, and that is, uh, and this is something we were afraid of, and I'm going to bring you the latest. But that is, in fact, that Mayor Alorza, the mayor of Providence, is already talking about uh, defunding, defunding the Providence Police Department. Now, I want to just play you quickly. As you know, it was last Monday night was a riot night in uh, the city of Providence where you had the riot. And already, I, I, I don't know what happened. I'm not sure exactly what happened. There's some officer that has uh, been placed on administrative uh, leave while they're investigating some kind of an incident that happened. I'm going to touch on. We do have an update uh, regarding uh, alleys, folks. If you're sharing, if you're watching this on Facebook, please share it with everyone, and I'd like to see a nice thumbs up from everyone who happens to be um, enjoying the program uh, on Facebook. You can always listen. Remember, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, you can always listen at the website. Always, yes, click listen live to Petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and under radio show, you can also then see um, exactly where it says... exactly where it says like radio shows if you ever miss anything i want to start off though because this is kind of building a little bit channel 10 had a story uh growing appetite to overhaul the uh, the current you know the situation with the, the 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 police in the state and and listen you know i am I'm, I'm open uh to whatever can kind of reform things a little bit but this business of defunding the police getting rid of the police they want to move into a community policing Uh, I I, am 100% opposed to that. Let me hear, um, folks, this is a little bit I want to play for you, the Channel 10 story about it last night.
1: ...across the country. IT reporter Parker Gavigan on why some are suggesting a fix to the Law Enforcement Officers' Bill of Rights. Parker? Patrice, the Bill of Rights was put into state law in the 70s for officers who may have been the target of police chiefs. It's consistently backed by police unions, but some would say it's too complex with too many rules and protections. From the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis to Virginia, where an officer faced charges immediately after this body cam footage showed him tasing a disoriented man. If these cases happened in Rhode Island, the process for police discipline would be much different. If Officer Chauvin in Minneapolis had engaged in the conduct and the murder of George Floyd... On Rhode Island soil, he would still be employed by a local Rhode Island police department. Think of that. He would still have all of his benefits in place. Attorney Vincent Ragosta says it's time to scrutinize Rhode Island's law enforcement officer's bill of rights, a protection for accused cops. He's not alone, as lawmakers express a willingness to look at the state law, which allows officers to go before a hearing board of their peers. In 2011, Pawtucket police officer Nicholas LaPrade was convicted of misdemeanor and decent exposure, but a missed bill of rights deadline sent the case to the Supreme Court. LaPrade resigned, but had received full pay and benefits for about three years. I don't think you're going to hear Anybody that's going to suggest that an officer should not have some type of due process. Retired Little Compton Police Chief Sid Wardell is executive director of the Rhode Island Police Chiefs Association, an organization that he says will be part of any overhaul. Now, whether we should look at changing who sits on that hearing board, whether we should look at the amount of time that a chief could give out for discipline without recourse from the officer, I mean, those are all legitimate things to look at. Presently, an officer receives full pay and benefits unless they're indicted with a felony. Today, Senator Harold Metz of Providence announced he plans on working on legislation to overhaul the Bill of Rights. We'll follow this one. For the IT tonight, I'm Parker Gavigan, NBC10 News.
0: Now, folks, again, um, good morning, everyone. It's Sean DePietro. The thing about that, why that is something to watch, and Dan McGowan, by the way, is the first one. Mayor Law's office currently exploring reallocating resources in the police department. And it, it's actually, um, it was actually, they're going to meet the Providence City Council. They're going to meet to discuss defunding the Providence Police Department. And that Kat Kerwin, she's the one, she is the city council nut in Providence. She was the one that encouraged this whole business of uh, vandalizing the Christopher Columbus statue. And she also, by the way, was cheering on many of the looters and those that were destroying the city. Folks, what what you need to understand, and again, good morning, everyone, right now. um, It's 1111. It's John DePietro. I I think if if you are, and I recognize there's a lot of people that are listening to me this morning, whether you're in, in Smithfield or whether you're in Cumberland or whether you're in Bellingham or Franklin, wherever you're listening or watching the program. Especially in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, there's so many people that grew up as basically like a JFK Democrat, and their family was, and the fact that we have uh, the, you know the largest, I believe, per capita Catholic population in the country. When you had something like that that was you know so powerful with the Kennedys and Massachusetts, the first Catholic president, so of course you know so many people gravitated towards that. But look what it has become. This is the, the Holy Grail. The Holy Trinity, if you will. And a huge part of the Democrat Party has been teachers union, firefighters union, police union. And for the first time, you have progressives like Kat Kerwin, Mayor Alorza, Baby Omar. You're seeing this going on in Minneapolis, different parts of the country. They're not Aaron Ruggenberg, who was really the organizer of the rally on Friday night. As much as, you know, the reporter from Channel 6 that... I don't even know what, what I've never met her before. I mean, I've seen her. Um, uh, I don't even know her name actually. I, I can't think of it actually. It escapes me. But saying like, "Isn't that great? How those teenagers organize it?" That folks, that's foolishness. There were ten thousand people there. I saw it. They had fifty volunteers at least. I mean, I, I think the kids had something to do with the speaking program, but like organizing, getting word out, when we're black, blah blah blah. Meet at the high school. That that was all like. You know, progressive activists. These are the same people that organized the demonstrations at the White Detention Center. It's the same crowd. It is the, you know, it's, it's the usual suspects, if you will. But with this now, notice like Biden, Vice President Biden has said, well, I don't know if I can get on board with defunding the police departments. Think about that. If you're listening right now, would you go to Providence? Would you go to? People are going there with police in there. Would you actually venture into Providence if they got rid of the police and instead their idea is, you know, community policing, it's like volunteer, it's more like social worker type stuff. Folks, you, you would have anarchy. You would have I, – I can't even imagine. I mean, you, you would have complete chaos. But there's so much of this that they do accept, right? I mean, they accept failing schools. So many of the progressives and those that are the real progressive Democrats – They want to get rid of charter schools, right? They want to get rid of charter schools. They love the government schools. They want to now get rid of police. Uh, For some reason, they support the firefighters, even though they embellish and fabricate stories on live television uh, about being racially profiled. Talk about throwing gas on a fire, even though what happened to me, you know, as everyone is saying now, who really wrote that for him, right? Who who asked if you're going to make a statement? Who has to then read on their phone? How about the fact he actually had to read his name? On that night, I said, no, I am a Providence firefighter. I can't have my gun while I'm on duty. Well, why? Do you have a gun? I went outside to eat. Do, Do you mean eat or you went out to bone up since everyone is saying that the car reeked of weed by the time the police were searching it? I said, I'm one of you. Excuse me. Sitting there getting high while you're on duty or whatever outside the station. I wouldn't say you're exactly in the same category as the police that were battling the rioters from Monday night, all due respect. But this is a dangerous proposition. It's taking hold. Now, I'll tell you the good news of a Trump supporter. The good news for the Trump supporters is guess who the police union is going to back in the 2020 election? Damn right. Can I see a thumbs up on that, everybody? FB live. Folks, they – and there's one million police officers. The other night at the rally, I tweeted out – it was 20 minutes of nine – and that Aaron Ruggenberg – and he is – he ran against Dan McKee, by the way, who's an an idiot. I have sound of him from – I was interviewing him when I was doing the Facebook Live, that Dan McKee, the lieutenant governor – I mean, I've never really had a conversation with him now. I just kind of know of him because pork boy – You know, white people, radio only, has been pushing him. Is like, he should be part of the equation. He should, Governor Armando, say what you want. Listen, she made the right decision by not including that imbecile in any type of discussion. Lieutenant Governor McKee is the ultimate Peter Principle. That guy, he, he, John, yes or no, do black lives matter? I'll play the sound of that. Yes or no, it's a straightforward question. Do black lives, what are you talking about? Lieutenant Governor McKee, I'll play the sound. He kept asking me that. Yes or no, do black lives matter? What, what? fill in the blank with anything yes or no do white lives matter yes or no do asian lives matter yes or no do is there anyone that has stepped forward that said i disagree black lives don't matter then what are we talking about the black lives matter that's what an idiot that mckee is and i know he's the former mayor of cumberland i think i have the sound of this or unless i deleted it you know what hold on i think i do actually have it he's such an idiot that the lieutenant governor you know i i applaud the governor for not including this imbecile in any of the uh hold on i know i have that i know i have it bear with me folks i i apologize where did i you know i've been recording so much and then um i've been recording so much and i know i i did find him at the rally he was obviously very uncomfortable and i wasn't trying to hijack him or anything i've never really I've never talked to him before. Now I know why I haven't talked to him. Um, that guy, there's no way that guy should ever be in charge of anything. McKee. John, yes or no? Do Black Lives Matter? Will you shut up? Yes or no? It, it, that, that's not even what it's about. Oh, here it is. I found it. <laughs> Good. Folks, this was from the, um, and I start going off on him. Where is it? name? not, that. not.
2: Not this is not Friday the politicians. Night. Do you want to apologize for your white privilege? <laughs> I don't apologize <laughs> for uh, for this anything of of, but I do say black lives matter yes or no. And uh, what I what I would apologize is someone who doesn't answer that question. What? So John yes or no the black lives, I I mean I, I absolutely of course they do and I've been a, a long proponent
0: yes or no do black lives matter this is the lieutenant governor what is he talking about notice i said folks and i was totally busting his balls do you want to apologize for your white privilege you know and then he's like no i don't apologize for that but what an idiot yes or no do black lives matter you know again i was so thrown at the moronic element of that question because i should have said have you encountered anyone who who said no just to refresh the, the memory of this idiot. But, folks, what should you expect from someone who's very friendly with Pork Boy, right? Like, they're tight. Their deal is that if McKee becomes the governor, he's going to hire Dan Wart to be his communication guy. That's why Pork Boy's always pushing him. They're trying to run a campaign. Even when Pork Boy took a week off, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Fat Allen had McKee on just to try to give they, – they, they're pushing this narrative of white people radio only, of, of – um. My old station of uh, McKee should be involved. What are you talking about? McKee should be involved there. I, I like that's not. I'll, I'll explain in just a moment. That That's not what Black Lives Matter is even about. Black Lives Matter. Yes or no? <laughs> I mean, that's like you're at a restaurant. And you have children. You're like, yes or no? Do you want dessert? Yes or no? It's a straight up question. Here we go. This was Friday night. I encounter him at that melee.
2: Yesterday, we need to hear them, not 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 the politicians do you want to apologize for your white privilege i don't apologize for for anything but i do say black lives matter yes or no and uh, what i what i would apologize is someone who doesn't answer that question so john yes or no The black lives, i i mean I, I absolutely of course they do and i've
0: been a, a long proponent i listen you're not thinking of it with me i i, I, I brother, discovered brother Gary, uh your your racist friends york and allen uh treated him in a in Black Lives Matter won't even go on PRO because they were so racist towards them and insulting them and calling them boys in the hood and all of a sudden. They won't even go in there. When we had like Black Lives Matter in, I, I discovered them. I put them on, Brother Gary and those guys. York and the, They were accusing them of stealing things in the office. This moron. He just we met Brother Gary last week yes or you no, know, Black Lives Matter. What is, this is the blanking lieutenant governor? I've never interviewed the guy. You know, you know Raimondo, she I, I'm telling you folks, I know some of you don't like her. The fact that she won't give him the time of day just makes her more appealing to me. It is bordering on a crush at this point. I freely admit that. But let me just play this one more time. I do not even know what he was talking about. Yes or you no, know, you Black Lives Matter. Who ever said they don't? What did this start with? This started with Michael Brown. Ferguson, the young black man was killed, and then in the course of the protest, by the way, which is a completely false narrative, right? There were witnesses that were then later debunked with a Michael Brown Ferguson shooting that said Michael Brown put his hands up and said, hands up, you know, don't shoot. And that's what that whole thing started. That entire narrative was proven to be a lie, completely proven to be a lie by Eric Holder and the Obama administration Justice Department. Complete lie. Michael Brown was reaching for the officer's gun. The Black Lives Matter protest came out to say, you can't just be killing a young black youth because Black Lives Matter. Fast forward to, by the way, Dan McKee, who lives in, what, does he live in Providence? He's lieutenant governor. He could live anywhere. Where does he live? No, he lives in White Cumberland. And there's nothing wrong with Cumberland, by the way. But I'm just saying, like... He's standing there, by the way, with a person of color. Does that make him hip? I I should have said, would you want to introduce me to your black friend? What an idiot he is. Yes or no, do black lives matter? What? You think that is the the litmus test question? Yes or no? Listen to this. This guy's Lieutenant Governor. You know, if something, God forbid, happens to Governor Mundo, this guy... Is running the state. What is? Is it possible that Walter Miller could be available?
2: Yesterday, we need to hear them, not, 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 not the politicians. Do you want to apologize for your white privilege? I don't apologize for for anything, but I do say black lives matter. Yes or no? And uh, what I what I would apologize is someone who doesn't answer that question. So, John, yes or no? The black lives, I, I mean, I. I...
0: <laughs> that's what you say? What do you mean? That's what you say? Oh yeah. Guess what, Lieutenant Governor Pork Boy? Yeah, you want to challenge me like that? Okay, let's let's go to Friday. By the way, this was Friday night when I'm at the melee, when my clothes were reeking for two days. A pot after that. Let's go to the press briefing with Black Lives Matter and Governor Armando. Shall we? Let's revisit that from Friday morning. So, I'm gonna turn it over to Brother Gary and ask. Brother him to Gary, good morning, brother.
2: Wow, Gina. I just want to say
3: I am truly honored. Um, I know you for a long time. Um, I never told a lot of people, you know, that we
1: have a partnership. From day one, I gave my blood and sweat
3: for your campaign. I just want to say I honor your words, and it means a lot Ready? to me. Ready?
0: Wait for it, folks. There he is. State House. Black Lives Matter. Thank you for
3: giving me the opportunity. Here it I just want to say I'm honored to be here, guys, and um, to even to John DiPietro that gave me a shot when a lot of radio didn't give me a shot.
0: Oh, yeah. do you hear that, McKee? Do you hear that, Lieutenant Governor Pork Boy? Oh, yeah. You know, he didn't mention the racists, York and Allen, friends of Erica Sanzi. Pork Boy didn't mention them. Mentions one? Why? Because I treated them fairly. That's why, and I used to take heat for that. Don't have them on. Don't have- listen. I have on people to represent all voices. I do. Not everyone does. Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. Now, folks, coming up though, this defunding of the police. This is insanity. This would lead to loot. The Providence would be every night would be like last Monday night. The police stopped more looting, arson, the FBI is looking into that arson um, that took place and the events of last Monday night in Providence of who was really behind that with having flares and, uh, you know, trying to blow up the Providence Place Mall and planting bricks. Uh, the FBI's investigation now I, I know of three individuals that they are looking at. I'm going to put it that way. But uh, a lot more on that. This is also a big day. If you missed the interview yesterday with, uh, with, uh, with Ali's Donuts, uh, with Matt, um, that you can go to the website, to Petro.com. And we do have it posted there. And it's rocketing. And, and I kept them on. If you caught it yesterday, <clears throat> I don't always do an hour interview. That was something else. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, though, you want to make sure you stay healthy during this entire time. And I love uh, it's my health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see my friend Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, and pick up a bottle of a Kyberry. A Kyberry, this incredible antioxidant is available. It's my health in Cumberland. Now, you can also get this, by the way, a Kyberry. You can get this at Benda on the Hill, but it's my health. I stopped in at saw so Marie. She is so knowledgeable. You can call her at 305. Thirty-five, eighty-five. So if you're in northern Rhode Island and maybe you're listening right now or you're watching on Facebook Live, see that old white church that maybe you drive by sometimes? I bet you've never stopped in. Pop in and just say hello to Marie. She's delightful. She's terrific. She is supporting Juan. She's supporting the radio show. But she has vitamins, herbal remedies. She has all kinds of natural ingredients. Uh, She also has local products. Like I said, a kai berry, honey maple syrup be fresh gum uh over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices she also has hemp and cbd products if you um maybe have trouble sleeping or maybe need to chill out a little bit maybe you have some aches and pains she is that is the place you want to go i am asking you on this tuesday i don't ask a lot folks but stop in and visit marie it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland she also has all kinds of children's vitamins 401-305-3585. 305-3585. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, there's a great, um, if you are a 2A supporter, Second Amendment. And by the way, we are going to talk to John Francis. Competition Shooting Supplies. His business is up. I am pleading with you. You need to get a firearm to protect your family. Uh, Already, if they start to defund police, there's going to be nothing stopping. Folks, and John Francis, who is so knowledgeable, I'm going to give you the information. He's going to join me coming up at 1.30. Again, there's no briefing today. So we are on until 2 o'clock. Donna Perry joins me next hour. And then uh, John Francis, the competition shooting supply, is coming up at 1. And then I will be doing Facebook Live later this afternoon. Uh, Location to be determined. Location to be determined. This portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now listen, on this Tuesday... If you if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's dryers or uh, washing machines or refrigerators or stoves. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401 710 7096 owner owned and operated all workers guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor and on top of that senior senior citizens discounts are available and saturday appointments are available so i'll give you an example one saturday morning i tell the story went to uh to use the dryer and it would (coughs) excuse, excuse me wasn't working uh did i attempt to fix it uh no i'm not i i don't have that skill i don't have that expertise i called ryan He was over, boom, fixed it. Within five minutes, he fixed it. Then I went to make microwave popcorn. Something happened in the microwave. This time, he and his dad, George, they came and took it and fixed it. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. (laughs) I was having a hell of a week. Did I panic? No. Ryan Appliance came out and fixed our oven. And he could fix your washing machine or refrigerator or any appliance. Don't leave it broken. Ice ice maker. 401 710 7096, 401 7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I want to get on Nick Grasso. And by the way, folks, uh, Allie's Donuts, to give you the latest, I don't know what's going on, but Ron's Pastry Gourmet is doing blockbuster business. On Sunday, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, our guys who has the Trump Donuts, who has the Trump Soda, the Trump Cupcakes, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, look for them on Facebook. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, Ron and Melissa. On Sunday, they announced, Alley's announced no more discount for police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, right off of Silver Spring Street in Providence near AAA, Ron's Pastry Gourmet announced, guess what? Free coffee for police and military. Boom! Yesterday, they were on Channel 10, they were on Channel 6. In fact, I'll play that uh, piece in just a moment. But stop in and support them. They have a great Facebook page, Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Again, it's easy to get to. Uh, they're open right now. They're doing blockbuster business, folks. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. But let me get Nick Grasso on the phone. The uh, Second Amendment organization, is um, they are donating and bringing donuts to different uh, police, police units. Over the course of I believe today. And so I want to give a moment to uh, Nick Grasso, who's part of um, this effort with the Second Amendment folks where they're uh, doing this. So is that you, Nick? Yeah. All right. It's John. Hold on, Nick. All right, folks. Joining us right now is uh, Nick Grasso. And Nick, are you just part of the Second Amendment? uh, What's the exact title of the Second Amendment organization in Rhode Island? All right, so there's a four-group collaborative. It's the uh, Federated Sportsman's
3: Club, the Rhode Island Second Amendment Coalition, Rhode Island Revolver and Rifle, and the Rhode Island Firearm Owners League. Uh, I'm the secretary of the Federated Sportsman's Club. I was uh, president for the past seven years.
0: Okay. And why don't you tell us a little bit of what you guys are out doing today, you're doing, uh, you were doing this morning. Well, first of all, let me get your reaction and hearing. Number one, they're talking about defunding the police, and number two, Alley's Donuts totally spits in the face of police and military, saying, "Guess what? Not only do you get a discount, but you're really not even welcome here anymore."
3: Yeah, John. So, so let me start off by saying this. Um, you know, our, our community and the, the four organizations that I just listed. Um, you know, we've never we've never had this knee jerk reaction to um, you know combat something when. You know, an incident occurs. We we've been constantly evolving. You know, as a community, and we've done um, so much for that diversity in the past ten years. You know, whether it's having our LGBTQ shoots, uh, our Ladies Day um, back in January, right before the whole COVID crisis, we um, started founding a Black Gun Owners um, Association that's going to be a part of our community. It's kind of slowed down because of the whole uh, COVID situation, but you know, we've always felt that. We, we've been at the forefront of trying to diversify our community and, you know, promote equality and things of that nature. So, you know, in, in response to, um, you know, the, the statements that Ali's Donuts made, uh, we, we kind of felt that, you know, you, you can't combat racism with prejudice. right? And, you know, the, the fact that they, you know, came out and, Said, well, hey, we're not going to give the, the the police any any discounts. You know, I, I think that was a knee jerk reaction on, on their behalf.
0: But well, not, know, hold, hold on, hold not, not, next, not hold on, not not only that, Nick Grasso, I I was pleading with Matt from there. They were making the decision based on on inaccurate information. I mean that that firefighter that told the story that he was racially sitting in his car in uniform and police came up guns drawn because just the color of his skin. That 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 was. I mean, I'm not saying that 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 they didn't, um, he didn't have a gun pointed on him. But the fact of the matter is, the whole reason why that happened is they were searching for a gunman in the area and he left that out. So I, that's what I was trying to stress to Allie's was they were making the decision on basically half of the story. So, but go ahead, Nick Crasso. Yeah, so, you
3: know, in our view to, to, to combat racism, um, you know, the, the way to do it is is to include everybody. Everybody has to be at the table listening and, and become part of the solution. And we just felt that Ali's Donuts came out and, you know, used prejudice against, you know, two groups of people. But the portion where they came out against the military yeah, uh, was, was absolutely appalling to, to me, uh, to our organization. You know, we just finished a big fundraising drive for the Veteran English Charters Association, which takes veterans out fishing for free. Um, to come out and, and, and do that, John, it's just, it, it's unacceptable. It is. I'm uh, military, nothing to do with the, the the current situation going on in this country. And, um, it was, it was a poor decision. And, and, and John, you know, we all give people, uh, a second chance. And I felt that the video he posted, uh, the next day was almost a taunt. as to say, you know, yeah. I still sold out this
0: morning. Yep. And, um, you know, so we made a decision
3: to, um, go to master homemade donuts and uh between today and tomorrow every single police department and as many military personnel we can head around the small bases in Rhode island are all going to get donuts
0: uh, on our behalf oh i love that i love that and i don't know if you're aware ron's pastry gourmet which is right on 170 royal little drive in providence they're right next to AAA in providence off of silver spring street they're now offering free coffee to police and military how about that
3: yeah, and, and, you know, big big shout-out to them. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you show know, what they were doing on Facebook yesterday. Yes. Um, you know, our, our decision really to, to use uh, Master Donuts was just based on, um, you know, a good, good quality donut. Uh, they were very accommodating. Uh, and, and you know what, John, to be honest with you, you know, they're, they're run by a Cambodian family. Um, you know, they're here in America to make their, their, their dream just like everybody else. Um, they're hardworking, and as soon as we went in and explained to them what we wanted to do, yep. you know, they looked at each other like, "Okay, this is going to be a big task." You know, we we purchased almost two thousand dollars worth of donuts in two days, so they've been working very, very hard in the in the kitchen to, to make this happen. Mm. And it was just it was just a good feel good
0: story. That's right. You know what else, uh, folks? Again, Nick Grasso, and that is a great thing they're doing. You know what I like, Nick is. You know, and I know the police are grateful uh, when Alley's Donuts basically spitting in the face of police and military. Think of that. I, and I know some of the National Guard were at the State House on Friday night as they were being screamed at. Uh, I was there. I was there. People going up for hours, standing there in a line, taunting them, yelling profanities, throwing things at them. Two of the guys said to me, Do you think I wanted to be there on Friday night? And Alley's Donuts looks at that situation. National Guard called out, forced to be there because of the riot from Monday night, and Ali's Donut says, I'm not giving a discount to the National Guard anymore, because they were standing there protecting the state house and they were called in to, to stop the civil unrest. That that is just beyond the pale. But what I think is great here, Nick Grasso, is police and military are seeing that the public we're not standing by saying, Yeah, that's right. People are saying, Hey, guess what? This isn't right. We stand with police and military, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely, John. And, and like I said, you know, the, the police have, have to be part of the solution going forward. Right. And, um, we, we honestly, you know, we've all seen what happened with the George Floyd incident. I mean, that was just horrific.
0: Oh, that really? Was, I didn't hear about I mean. it. <laughs> You, you know, no, I, I know that. And I don't want to get too far off. Hey, let me ask you one thing as a, as a two-way thing. Right now, with when we are hearing about defunding police, and I've had so many people, um, and competition, competition shooting supplies, our friend John Francis at Second Amendment headquarters, folks. Hey, Nick, if someone is going to be a first-time mm-hmm. owner of a firearm, is there um, – a certain firearm that you would recommend as someone who's very knowledgeable about it? I have so many people saying they want to take the blue card test. They now, because of what's going on, uh, they want to obtain and have a, a license and have that right, Second Amendment right of having a firearm. What is there a, um, what firearm would you recommend for like a beginner? Well, you
3: know, it, it, it really all depends. Um, you, you know, naturally, the, the, the first thing that, um, I've heard from a lot of first-time gun owners in the past couple months. Um, you know, starting off with the whole COVID crisis, is you know I need something for self-defense. Right. So I people come in with their with their own mindset. You know, some people want to go the route of having a home defense shotgun. Some people want to go with a pistol, and, and some people you know want to go with uh, you, you know an AR-15. Okay. So you know, I, I would say to them that really about it, that? It's, it's a matter of comfort. Yeah. Um, the other thing like, in consideration right now is also what you can get. You know, a lot of what's right, available. Stores. But, so, Nick, you so know, it,
0: to Nick, you Nick you an, an AR 15 is a looter's worst nightmare. It, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it is. What are you kidding me? Yep. Guess what? If you're thinking of looting your store and Nick Grasso's in there with an AR 15, I think you're going to think twice. And I think then you're going to turn around and run the hell out of there. That's what I think. So, you know what? Here's the thing, Nick. If people stop in and see our friend John Francis a Competition Shooting Supplies, whether it's a thirty eight or whether it's a rifle or an AR-15, he will point them in the right direction. Uh, but, Nick, this is a treacherous times we're in when they're starting to talk about defunding the police in Providence. Mayor orsa. Lou- Can you imagine, Nick? You saw that riot, Nick Grasso, of uh, Second Amendment. You saw that riot last Monday night. That could become Providence like every night. But, Nick, they'd move to the suburbs. That's the thing. They would move to the suburbs because the city would be boarded up. There'd be nowhere left to go. So, all right. Well, listen, what you're doing is great, delivering the donuts to the different police departments. Keep up the great work. Here's the thing. My message, as you probably know and John Francis does, we are the number one Second Amendment show. The people are with you. And thank you for what you're doing and stress to the police and military, they have our back and we have their back as well. Nick Grasso, keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Tom. All right, folks, there it is. I don't care. I made that up. <clears throat> Can you imagine an AR fifteen? Oh, really? Are you gonna come in here with loot? Think again. Boy, this becomes like this this is becoming like the Clint Eastwood thing of make my day, right? What are you kidding me? These those dirt bags that were looting last Monday night, and you have people like Kat Kerwin. Um, that city council person encouraging them, calling them on, blah, 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 the whole thing. What are you, crazy? And Alorza and Baby Omar announcing maybe Providence should defund the police department. Folks, this is so good for the Trump administration because this you know, we don't know. People ask me who's going to win and da, da, da. And I try to tell people, I, I don't think the issue has emerged yet. I don't think the issue meaning what's what you have to look at is, come October, November, what is going to be the issue that is going to motivate people? You have one million police officers in this country, plus retired police, plus the family, plus us, the citizens that support them. Um, Biden is going to be in a bind with former Vice President Joe Biden. If there's some kind of a platform, defund police. I, I, I understand that and I think that that um, uh, uh, regasta piece on Channel Ten. If that Minneapolis police officer was in Rhode Island, he'd be out on the street right now. That that's how strong it is. So I I do get that part. And many times, see that's where the Democrats are so entrenched into the unions and the Holy Grail of the teachers union, the firefighters union, the police union. It's these whacked progressives. It's these AOC, Green New Deal, Kat Kerwin, Alorza, progressives, Aaron Ruggenberg, Sam Bell. These nut jobs that, you know, it's the Wyatt Detention Center crowd. They're the ones calling for defund the police. You know, we really don't need them. We're just gonna have some volunteers on bikes riding around the neighborhood like these people have completely lost their mind providence now, now this is all cities but can you imagine in providence if anything with what's going on you, you need people want more police what's backwards also by the way in providence and so folks right now at eleven forty-four, good morning it's john dipetro this is the john DePetro show coming up next hour donna Perry's going to join me uh we have our segment the dipetro debate and then uh john france is going to join me coming up at one there's no briefing today so we go right until two o'clock there's the good news Um, But this business, I'll tell you, one of the problems in Providence that is insanity is there are more firefighters than police in Providence. There are more firefighters than police in Providence. The only reason is because they have a stronger union. That's all. Providence doesn't have a fire problem. Providence has. And they have a great police chief with Hugh Clements. They have the dream team. LePayton, Lepri. Commander Verde, who I had on the other day, Captain O'Hara, they've the Providence Police Department is great. Commissioner Perry, not the hardest working guy, did an interview yesterday. No, I, I haven't gotten around to, no, I haven't looked into that whole thing, the allegations. Yeah, I got to uh, get around to that. I think I'm going on, what is he, playing on a charity golf tournament? What is this? How are you not? But aside from that, make no mistake about it, Providence Police Department, we are so fortunate, folks. People have no idea what they went through on Friday night. I was there. And that that was incredible training and discipline and patience. And then these people have the nerve saying they want to defund the police because of what happened in Minneapolis? I, it, it defies logic. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro show was brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Now listen, you want to make sure, number one, you have proper insurance. Number two, I want to help you. They want to help you save money, and so do I. Why not give yourself a raise? Call Alex and Scott at A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 401-353-9300. They're right on Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. You can arrange for a free consultation, 353-9300. But hear me out. Now, a couple things. One, in the summertime, there's certain insurances you need, motorcycle, boat, jet skis, maybe an RV or an off-road vehicle, 353 353- 9,300. Their website is A.E. Mazika, dot com, A.E. Mazika. They're also on Facebook. But you let them help you save money. Think of this. Alex and Scott help you save $200 a month. Maybe it's through auto. Maybe it's through home, business, life insurance. An extra $200 a month. It's basically like you're giving yourself $2,500 extra a year. They have people, they save $300 a month. One woman, $400, $400 a month savings. Think of that. In the course of a year, that's like an extra five grand. AE Mazika Insurance Services. Did I mention it's a free consultation? 401 353 9300. 401 353 9300 AE Mazika insurance services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a uh, a great website, AE Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, right now it's 11:47. Good morning to uh everybody on Facebook Live. And again, it's the John DePietro show weekdays. We start at 11 We go until 2 a.m. 1380. Plug that in on the car. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. 99.9 FM, which I I was at the Veterans Auditorium yesterday. The 99.9 FM comes in great in Providence absolutely comes in great as a matter of fact the other day when i was outside the state house and i was speaking with uh, a police officer this guy came up who i haven't seen in many many, many long time and he was listening to the 99.9 fm and it, it came in um it just came in great so uh, folks you can listen that way please visit the website depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com the official website of you know who and uh, that means me. And folks at the depetro.com, I have it right there owner of Alley's Donuts speaks with John Depetro. Only one to interview him. Matt, that marathon interview yesterday. He spoke with one media person. Yours truly. Channel 10 was even saying coming up you're going to hear from the owner of Alley's Donuts. Uh, excuse me. They just lifted his his video off Instagram. You also have the uh, posting Alley's Donuts tells police and military to screw Providence riot puts states on edge. Uh, and then, folks, it's all right there at the website, topetro.com. Go to the website. And then you also see several things up top where it says radio show. If you ever miss any portion of the show, you click on radio show. And the great Jeff Gamach, this was his doing. It's all category there. It's all in a library. It's all at the website, topetro.com. And by the way, if you're enjoying Facebook Live, right at the top, you can support the program where you see uh, support the John DePietro radio show, support Facebook Live. And then um, you see that yellow button is not for diversity and uh, decoration. Folks, you can uh, support the radio program there. If you want to get in touch with me, by the way, there's never been a better time to reach people. Never. We are. The coverage is, as many of you know, it's seven days a week. It's nonstop. You can contact me at the website. And if you want to advertise on the show, contact me. Why not? Why not reach... Uh, people like minded individuals, if you will, like-minded individuals. Now about these um, the protest folks I, I, I like can we can we just agree? I, I just don't no one what what happened I, I, do we have to keep saying what happened in Minneapolis? I was the first one you watch it it's it was atrocious. it's, it's uncomfortable, it's terrible. it is it is murder and that officer's gonna pay. But just how far are we going with all of this? And maybe maybe the uh, Providence Police Officers' Bill of Rights, maybe it does need to be revised in some way. And maybe it is too. I, I don't know enough about that. Maybe it is like that. I know that there's some redundancy, you know, Rhode Island with the cities and towns. I'm just going to use as an example, uh, you know, you have in the West Bay, you have a Barrington Police Department. You have an East Providence Police Department. You have a Warren Police Department. You have a Bristol Police Department. In a span of, what is that, 10 miles? You have four different police departments. 10 miles, four different police departments, four different dispatcher groups, all different cars and units. Is that really necessary? Couldn't you just have like West East Bay Police? Um, You know, you have Woonsocket Police. You have Cumberland Police. You have Smithfield police. You have North Smithfield police. You have Burrillville police. You have, everybody has that. I I don't know if we need that. Uh, Do we really need to have all the state police? I I mean, there are some elements of that. But defund the Providence police. I, I think that the key, the key to making Providence and people feel safe. Here's what I want you to understand. And there's nothing wrong with this, by the way. I lived I moved and lived in New York City under Mayor David Dinkins. And the city was completely out of control, completely out of control. And Rudy Giuliani came along. And Rudy Giuliani realized that one way to make people safe, tourists and other citizens of Manhattan, is police on the street. See. When I, if I go into a city and I see police, I feel safe. I think you feel safe. You know who doesn't feel safe? Criminals or people that are going to going to commit a crime. The key to make Providence come back is actually the opposite of what Mayor Alorza and Baby Omar are thinking of doing. And that idiot city council person, Kat Kerwin, who was chastising the Providence College students for not wearing masks. The Providence College kids should have said they're having a protest. Then it would have been fine. She called them racist, chastising them for not wearing masks. She was cheering on the riot in downtown Providence and that they burned a police car. She's a city sitting council person. And then as you can imagine, she's now calling for, um, she thinks that in fact, that they should defund the police. The key to making people feel safe is to see law enforcement. That's really what makes people feel safe. The key to restoring people with the confidence to go downtown, to go back into the city of Providence, is going to, let's be realistic, it's to have police on the street. On Friday night, as I was covering that protest, peaceful protest, as they called it, um, I, I, I actually would have preferred more police. But if they didn't have police there, I wouldn't have been there. It wasn't safe. People were screaming, people swearing, people throwing things. If these people want to move in the direction of defunding the police, the only benefit of that that I see is that is the winning issue for President Trump. That is going to be the winning issue for President Trump. Because look at what's going on just local. Allie's Donuts announces and spits in the face of police and military. And then you have organizations like this, you have Ron's Pastry Gourmet, Ron and Melissa saying, guess what, Allies? we're giving free coffee to police and military, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They were on the news last night. What I like is people, and we just had the guests, they're driving around and people have been doing this and letting the police and military know that we value them. That is a winning issue for President Trump. I hope Biden does push it. I hope people like Mayor Lorza and Lieutenant Governor dan mckee and baby omar and that cat Kerwin. i hope they do pass i hope they push that good good defund the police that's great let's see how that plays let's see on election day you know what that you know what that sounds like to me landslide 44 states no one's going to want to admit it let them have their rallies just remember we vote okay we vote we not may not be out there we're not doing counter demonstrations who the hell wants to get involved with that what are you kidding me but that just, just because we may be silent right now, it doesn't mean we agree. Something I want to say to many of the progressives, the anti-police organizations that are listening right now, the Antifa organizations that are listening, don't mistake our silence for compliance. Do not. Don't mistake our silence for compliance. Don't think. Just because we're not rallying against you, that we're right with you. Cheering on as you're burning a police car and try to blow up Providence Place Mall and destroying the downtown area. You know what? We we don't have time to be involved with your foolishness. Okay, but the people are awake. And like I said, I I, I get it. There's problems, and there were problems in Minneapolis. There were problems. I get that. There were the the protest in L.A. was one mile long. I get that. It's also nice out. Weather's good. People've been. Locked up, a lot of places are still not open, and a lot of people are getting unemployment stay making more by unemployment by staying home from now until August first, so it is like protest time that's what's going on, but don't think that we agree just because we're not having counter demonstrations and I will tell you firsthand, even if someone wanted to have one, I, I don't think I'm going to that because they're gonna outnumber us and they're gonna portray you as you know. White supremacist, right? And blah 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 and the name calling and the framing and all this other foolishness. Hey folks, I want to remind you right now it's eleven fifty six. Good morning, one and all. Here I am. It is one. It's John DePietro on this beautiful Tuesday. I can't tell you enough good things, my friend Angelo Aiello and a Kyberry. Please pick up a bottle of this. I have a shot of this every morning. There's no alcohol. It's just a beautiful bottle. AC. A I B E R R I. You can see this at Dave's and East Greenwich. If you shop at Dave's and East Greenwich, please pick this up. You know who else sells it? Venda on the Hill. They sell it. Who else? Who else, Juan? Marie, it's my health in Cumberland carries this. A kai berry. It's incredible. Incredible antioxidant. It'll keep you healthy. It'll keep your family healthy. You can check out the website. A C A I B E R R I dot com. Akaiberry. Incredible uh, blend fuel, disease fighting, age defying power of the Akai Berry. Just one ounce a day of this incredible antioxidant packed with amazing antioxidant power. Everything your body needs to feel refreshed, young, and free from disease. Folks, Akai Berry. Pick up a bottle today. You're going to love it. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by, folks, don't forget my friend, Phil Johnson. You're going to fill up your tank. Propane, you know where you want to go? Go see Phil. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right in front of Stop and Shop, right next door to Wendy's. Johnson Propane. You can call Phil, 621-8129. This is the time of year to grill outside. This is the time of year you want to make sure you have propane. He's always backed up, and it's very simple. He'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. He doesn't swap it out. Fifteen bucks. Now, you go anywhere else, you bring a blue rhino tank. They say, let's swap it out. It's 22 bucks. Not with Phil. Nope. Fifteen bucks. He's open seven days a week. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. He's been there since 1971. He's a patriot. He's the great American. He's Phil Johnson. Stop in and see him. 621-8129. 621-8129. Credit cards accepted. He's backed up all the time. Get your propane tanks filled up there. 6 8129 Well, folks, coming up, what we're going to do, and again, good morning, everyone. It's John DiPietro. We have the uh, 12 o'clock news coming up. Next hour, Donna Perry, you don't want to miss this, our segment DiPietro Debate. We're going to cover everything from uh, the governor talking yesterday about not wearing the mask to the situation now with the New York Times, which is incredible. If you haven't heard that story, they got rid of the editorial uh editor simply because he posted a commentary from a sitting senator about the the unrest in the country that and a lot more john francis the defender of the faith uh coming up at uh, one o'clock in the one o'clock hour competition shooting supplies so a lot more ahead right now what we're going to do 12 o'clock news donna perry next hour we're going till two AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at dipetro.com. At the very top, you just click on Listen Live. So a lot more ahead. Folks, again, it's John DePietro on this Tuesday. Let's get an update with the news. And then you don't want to miss next hour, our segment with Donna Perry coming your way. Uh, right now it's 12 o'clock.